cliffcentral.com. Please note that the views expressed and the advice provided in this show are for general advice and entertainment purposes only. Nothing stated should be treated as a substitute for your own independent legal advice based on your own specific facts and objectives. Therefore, the presenter and cliffcentral.com accept no liability of any nature whatsoever, either expressed or implied. Law, like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life. With Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. I'm Gary Hertzberg, and this is The Laws of Life on CliffCentral.com. Alongside me today, as ever, Lionel Makokotlela. Yeah, Gary, good afternoon to our listeners, and good afternoon to our guest. Good. Uh, today we have in studio a man who the police thought was a Nigerian drug lord. Doesn't look like one. Well, no way. Uh, ra- they raided his house, they smashed his property, and they wrecked his reputation. Sean Early is your name. Welcome, Sean. You're the last guy that looks like a Nigerian drug dealer, i got to tell you. You that. Good afternoon. You're and as good white, afternoon you, to your listeners. Yeah, you're as white as a as a white rose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping something. <laughs> you're a seven foot. Uh, you could be. I mean, if you were dark, you could be a Nigerian. Uh, in build. Thank you. I'll go and buy shoe polish. <laughs> Sean, Sean is a, you're a plumber by profession, aren't you? That's right. Yeah. You're the kind of guy that love block Eddie Dread. What's the name of your business, Sean? Yeah, I've got a sense of humor. It's called <laughs> Thunder Guts Plumbing. Thunder, Thunder Guts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in Benoni. That's correct. Is it on the web? Or is, no. How, how do we get you? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Okay, now, Sean lives in Benoni, and your address is, we won't give the suburb, but what is your address? Number 44? Well, yeah. yeah, 44 4th Avenue. Okay, you live in a 44 4th Avenue in Benoni. Have you been there all your life? or is it? Uh, Since 2005. Okay, so one horrible day, Sean, you were... You weren't at home. You were on your way to Messina or something on a business trip. That's correct. And you got some frantic call from who? Um, it was actually the local security firm, CMS. Yeah. They phoned me up and said to me, um, just to let you know that uh, the police are breaking into your property. Mm. I was a little bit gobsmacked. and uh, Excuse me. Um, what are you talking about? So they've arrived in two um, mini bus type vehicles loaded full of cops. And they've cordoned off the area. They're chasing everybody away, neighbors and curious onlookers. And um, they say this is a drug bus. There's, uh, this is a drug den, and we are going to go in and clean it up and arrest all those involved. Who was home? Zero. No one. Nobody. So what did they do? Well, they broke through the driveway gate. They damaged the the motor for the driveway gate. They damaged the electric fencing. Yeah. Um, they wandered around the the, the house, um, peered through all the windows, went through everything around on the outside, found nothing, got in their vehicles and buggered off. No drugs under the bed? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I phoned the police station yeah. twice after hearing about this, yeah. left messages for the cops to phone me and you know to find out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um, still waiting. This incident was January 2014. Sorry, did they come in police vehicles or unmarked cars? I don't know. I wasn't oh, there. I just okay. know it was two sort of minibus type vehicles yeah. full of cops. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were marked, but they were obviously in uniform. Yeah. And um, they wouldn't let 
the local security firm close to the house or the neighbors or anything like that. Mm. For, I suppose that's sort of security and understanding for safety for the public. If there was a Nigerian uh, drug den there and they were armed and things like that, you know, things could have gotten ugly. So, you know, I can appreciate the police trying to keep people back. Yeah. But I'll get the address right. So, really? so you phoned the cops and they said what? They never returned your call? No, I got through to the police station. I spoke yeah. to, I can't remember. It was a, a female at the police station. Yeah. I said, listen, you guys have gone and <laughs> broken into my house, um, accusing me of being a drug lord and all the rest of it. Yeah. Can you please give me some sort of information here? Can you, to the, the, the officer in charge, can he please, you know, return my phone call yeah. so that I can try and work out what the Did you know it was on? the drug squad or I don't know? No, it I didn't, uh, well, I, uh, as I said, I was uh, halfway to so Messina. You, you don't know which, which division of the police it was? I just know it was the local police station. Okay. I found out who the police officer was in charge and I left messages for him to find me and I'm still waiting. You know, he never found you? No, of course not. Three years later, <laughs> court case done, finished, and I'm still waiting. So when did you get back from Messina? The, the next day? or No, no, no. Um, this was on a Thursday, and we oh. got back on Sunday. We carried on with the business trip. And uh, the house was left, what, unbroken? Well, um, I phoned, I spoke to one of my neighbors who who has a security firm, and I asked him to... Uh, just to, um, you know, secure the perimeter at least until we get back. Yeah. Which he duly did for me. And thank you to my neighbor. So when did you find out anything? Of importance, yeah. When, when did you find out who it was or what they were looking for? Well, it was while we were traveling through to Messina that I, you know, I spoke to the neighbor, I spoke to the security firm. Um, they'd phoned me initially. Yeah. And they were so, they, you know, they told me, oh, they've done this, they've gone in, they've broken through the fence and, but did you, did you know it was a drug bust? Yes, because yeah. um, the security firm told told, uh, told yeah. me, and the yeah. police told them to you know stand back because yeah. this is a drug bust. Yeah. And I was sort of okay. This is uh, rather interesting. And over the next week or two afterwards, when I'd gotten back, I'd spoken to the local security firm, and um, they said, "Yeah, no, they understand what happened." Yeah. So I said, "Well, explain." He says to me, "They've got the address wrong." So I sort of, uh, what do you mean you got the address wrong? He says, well, um, 44 4th Street was a drug den. That's yeah. a known drug den. The security <laughs> firm knows it's a drug den. Yeah. The local community policing forum also knows it was a drug den. Everybody knows. They know where the house is. Uh-huh. But the cops, you know, I don't know. Is maybe it a complete, it's a completely different suburb to where you No, are. no, no. It's, yeah. it's actually a couple of blocks away from where oh, I really? stay. It's, okay. it's not that far. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not more than between two and three kilometers uh, direct. Did you know the street? Um, well, I've traveled the street yeah. plenty. Did um, you know there was a drug deal? No, I had absolutely no idea whatsoever. Yeah. Obviously, then, you know, since that incident, I drove past there many times yeah. and sort of gave it the hairy eyeball as I drove past. Yeah. Um, a, a very strange uh, thing came to light last year. A friend of mine um, said to me that they have a friend who actually owns that house. Oh. And they were battling to get those people out because they had heard that mm. this was a you know a drug dealing operation, and uh, apparently it's now been cleaned up and they've been thrown out. Did the police ever apologise to you? No, that's why I took them to court. They never said sorry. We got the wrong place. Not a word. They not, they, they didn't come not, forward and offer to pay for anything. Not a single 
phone call. What did they damage? I mean, what was the cost of the damage? Uh, about 15,000 rand gates, uh, electric fencing, which I just replaced the previous day. <laughs> the guys had literally finished on the Wednesday afternoon replacing all the, the electric wiring uh. because I had steel instead of aluminium and the steel was rusting through. So I replaced it all with aluminium, and the guys finished on the Wednesday afternoon. Thursday morning, cops came in and damaged the whole lot. Maybe they were waiting for it. They're rubbing their hands. You've got something to damage. Oh, thanks. Now, what about um, your neighbors, uh, the people yeah, well, in the area? They must have thought you were an absolute scumbag. Well, even the guy who helped initially, the security guy, um, yeah. you know, yeah, he was as, uh, uh, um, commissioned to come and stand in court as a witness. Yeah. And I overheard him talking to the attorney. Yeah. And he was saying, well, you know, he's got a, at the time, I think his daughter was about four years old. Mm-hmm. And he sort of said, well, <laughs> maybe the neighborhood is going down the tubes. Maybe he needs maybe to get out of Maybe he's a drug dealer, yeah. Yeah. And I think, obviously, through since 20, what is it, 2014, January, I think he's calmed down a little bit. But, you know, unfortunately. It's embarrassing. They've yeah. planted a seed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. anything that looks slightly untoward, yeah. you know, suspicion just throws everything out the window. And then, you know, people sort of, oh, no, there must be something going on there. Okay, so you went to an attorney called Conrad Ronchen yes. in uh, Pretoria. Uh, I was about the fourth attorney. Uh, okay. The first attorney I started off with um, complained bitterly about the legal system mm-hmm. and how frustrating it has become over the years. And I think my case was just the last straw of the camel's back. He decided that's it. He's not going to uh, be involved in law anymore. Mm. And he quit the law profession. I hope he, he didn't take any money with him that he shouldn't. No. Um, After the last shift, Well, not in my, not in my yeah. case anyway. Yeah. And uh, he's now farming in the free state somewhere. Um, the hell of a nice guy. He put me onto somebody else. They stuffed around for about eight, ten months. Mm. Um, did absolutely nothing with it. When I started to push them, they uh, said to me, oh, sorry, we can't handle your case. Come and fetch your documentation. And I'm thinking, you know, you've had it for nearly a year. Mm. What have you done? Absolutely nothing. You've just wasted my time. You know? So you had a claim against the police, a claim against the second lawyer. <laughs> you were building up claims. Yeah. And then so, eventually you ended up at Conrad. And um, yeah. thank you very much, Conrad. He you know, walked the distance and we went all the way. So you, you sued. I've got a copy of your summons that Conrad sent to me. Yes. And you sued for two things. You sued for... The amount is 15,641 yeah. for damages. Physical damages. Physical damages. And then your second claim is for 100,000 rand. And you say that, um, that the police, I mean, what you said earlier is exactly the way you encapsulated. You say that it made you feel uncomfortable because the neighbors presumed that you probably were a drug dealer. I mean, exactly. who really knew the answer? Exactly. The police may have come in and found a whole stash of stuff there. Yeah. So it may not be your direct neighbor, but the people in the area, you know, gets heard. Yeah. They're told that oh, Sean, yeah, that, Sean is a drug dealer. The cops have been there to do a drug bust, you know. Whether okay. it was valid or not is irrelevant. Yeah, absolutely. But now all of a sudden, ah, drug bust at that house. Okay, there must be, you know, some sort of problem there. So your 100000 is really for for wrecking your reputation. Absolutely. Okay. Now, the police got the summons and they messed around defending and filing pleas of denial and all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. And your your summons went out on the 9th of September 2015. Yes. And eventually you got to court in this month. Yes. Okay. Three weeks ago. ago. We're very current here. You arrived at court (laughs) in Pretoria. Okay, because you sued the Minister of Police for this money. Correct. And there they arrived and they said, uh, what? 
Um, well, the attorney went and approached the, um, the uh, Minister of Police's attorney. Yeah. They had a bit of a conversation. He asked him if he was ready to proceed because we had various witnesses, and yeah. the guy just folded immediately and said, no, it's fine, we admit uh, guilt. So we didn't actually even get into court because he realized he was up against a formidable force. Now, you know who's paying the legal fees of the Minister of Police? Us. Aren't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Every so if they if they'd, if they'd come to you up front from day one and said, Sean, I'm sorry we botched here, we went to the wrong house, you would have said... It would have been yeah. so much cheaper. Yeah. They've paid thousands and thousands for defense that uh, was just, eventually just capitulated. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. I've got a copy of the settlement agreement that was signed at court. It says the defendant will pay 100% of what you can prove, mm-hmm. not not the amount that you've claimed, but right. what you can prove, and they're going to pay your costs. So not only is the Minister of Safety and Security paying his own lawyer, he's going to pay your lawyer the majority of the costs. And uh, it's costs of expert reports. It's costs of preparing the pre-trial and the trials. It's a, it's a very expensive exercise. Fortunately, in the magistrate's court, which is cheaper, but this is costing us as taxpayers a fortune of money, and it could have been resolved right up front. Absolutely. There was no need for the minister to even defend this darn thing. I mean, it was obvious that they had made a mistake. They should have come forward and said, listen, up front, we're sorry, and we'll pay you for your damages and yeah. get out of here. Give me a letter saying we yeah. apologize that we got the address wrong and fix what you You see, paid. I like people like you, Sean, because most people would just kind of leave this alone. They say, oh, all right, I lost 15 grand. But you, you pursued it, and yeah. uh, that's why we wanted you in here. You, you're the kind of guy that you know, stands up for what's right. Absolutely. Uh, you still now have to prove your damages. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the next leg. Or have they settled you? Or well, you? that's going to be negotiated now between Conrad and and the Minister of Police's legal side. So you're going to send them your fifty your your. Yeah, they've, they've, yeah. they've, they've got They've, they've got, got copies, copies of, all, of all, all the invoices and that already yeah. for the material material damages. Yeah, it's the the character damages that are going to be negotiated. Yeah, well, you claiming a hundred thousand, they may say, listen, we'll give you ten or five or twenty or whatever it may. Be because uh, the whole world doesn't think you're a scumbag. Only uh, uh-huh. half the world, including us, headlines. Oh yeah, <laughs> thanks very much. Okay. So, Sean, uh, the uh, you may have, you lost some friends as a result of this. You may have new friends standing outside your door. <laughs> I don't know if I want those friends. Yeah. Hey, we here we can get something. Here. No, so um, you're going to have to wait and see how much you get out of this. Yeah, and the attorney is busy with it, and they will yeah. negotiate with the Minister of Police's legal side. You wouldn't let up on this one, eh, Sean? You said, I want these, I want, I really, these guys must just apologize. This That's is, what you wanted. This, look, I'm, if I believe I'm right, yeah. I don't back off. Mm. Um, I've gone through two, three other court cases as well, not yeah. with the police, with other issues, yeah. business issues and things like that. And I've taken it the whole way. Yeah. Um, if I'm right, I believe I'm right, and I'm going to you know, take it. I mean, it. this could cost you in lawyers' fees more than the whole thing is worth. Not Absolutely. this particular one, but it could have. Absolutely. Uh, you are going for a 15,000 rand claim plus damages that you've got to prove. Yes. And uh, your lawyer's fees are so high, you said, I don't care. I want – this is a principal issue with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Many people should adopt that approach. Absolutely. We get rich as lawyers as well. <laughs> you know, the, 
as you mentioned earlier, you know, if they just come back and said, look, hell, we're so sorry, but we just got the address wrong. We screwed up, you know. Please accept our apologies. You know, what does it take to fix it up? Um, here's a letter apologizing. And uh, a tenth of the price. For sure. At, you know, if that. Yeah. You know, but no, because of the arrogance and, you know, we are the police. We are right. Mm. Um, you end up with this you kind know, of scenario. Fortunately, there was no one home. There could have been little kids home. Exactly. And uh, this impacts on them forever. Oh, the absolutely. police bursting in. There's been a movie. I don't know if you know those the one or two movies. Anyone know about them? Where yeah, the there police... was a movie a couple of years ago yeah. in America where, they, yeah, absolutely. where it happened exactly the same. But the cops didn't um, just turn around and walk away. What they did is they planted. Yes. They planted some drugs there. Oh, yeah. And oh. um, the, it was based on a true story. And the family spent many years... Um, having to hide from police oh. while they fought this legal battle because the police just kept, you know, terrorizing. Remember the them. name of that movie? I can't. I, and I also, yeah, I can't remember it either. Lines, you no. don't know it. No. no. Interesting. Uh, but it, it was quite a good movie. Sean, we have that. a minute and a bit left. Plumbing, are you, do you do industrial stuff or your day to day stuff? Everything. What is a plumber's, what should, what is the right call out? Charge for a plumber today. What's the average? Uh, is it a piece no of string? Uh, yeah. yeah. How long is a piece of string? Yeah. Because whenever plumbers, I call out, you get bad plumbers. You call out a plumber in Santon, and they come there, and it's you know, there's always <laughs> materials, and it's always like never less than a thousand rand. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately, you don't know the value of plumbing until you don't have it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But sometimes what's major to us is a tiny blockage that you just pump something and and then it's all kinds of <laughs> never ever underestimate the power of, of a, a plunger. plumber. Okay. A, a plunger. A <laughs> I promise you, invest in a good soft cupped quality plunger. And you can use it for a lot of things. People listening that may be young and looking to go into some kind of business, is this a good business? Oh yeah, it is. Never you, run out of business. You've you've got to have that inclination. Not everybody's cut out for it. Yeah. I've got two sons and they don't want to be involved. Really? They don't. They've helped me out administrative wise mm. and the other one helped me out for a short while, but they what don't are you, what are you, the names of your sons? Uh Nicholas yeah. and Denon. Nicholas and Denon early. Well done, guys. <laughs> and then yeah. my daughter, Jade, and she's yeah. never been involved, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> We've been speaking to Sean early. He's made his way to Ravonia to our studios from Benoni. Very nice of you, Sean, to tell us a very courageous story. We love these. Thank you and, very uh, much. Thank you so much. Good luck. I hope you get a decent payout here. Thank you very much. And, and uh, to the listeners, thank yeah. you very much. Cool. Thanks. Cheers. All the best. Bye. Cheerio. Cheers. Bye. Law, like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.